Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Show here on the fan, man. We got a big Friday plan. Glad you're with us here on 680 and 937. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that mobile app. Listen on the smart speaker. We'll tell you more about that a little later in the show. Sean Nerney ready to get to work today. We got Jordan D.R. Mon in the house. It's Friday. You know that when Jordan shows up. Good morning. It's almost the weekend. Great to have you here. Thank you. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Get this thing started. Big take. All right, here's the big take today. Our world champion Atlanta Braves are in a precarious situation. If Freddie Freeman ends up chasing the big check from L.A. or New York, in-house with the Braves, in-house, there simply is no plan B at first base, which is a problem. So Alex Anthopoulos would have to go find a first baseman in free agency or in a trade if Freeman bolts. Now, there is one target that could fill the void, one legitimate option. And no, it's not Anthony Rizzo. I'm talking about the Oakland A's first baseman, Matt Olson, who should be plan B in this scenario. Now, look, Olsen's uh, production over the last three years has been similar to Freddie Freeman's. Last season, Olsen had 39 bombs, drove in 111 runs, and played a, a clean first base defensively. Seems to be a good guy, good teammate. And he's got two more years before he hits free agency. So the Braves, if they had to go to plan B, it should be Matt Olsen. You would have him for two years before he maybe would look for the big check then, too. Now, why would the A's be looking to cut him loose? Well, fact of the matter is the A's are probably looking at a rebuild. And it's because uh, they got some really good teams in their division, and they got the Rangers now spending all kind of money trying to move up. So it's a good time for the A's to rebuild. And the Braves, make no mistake about it, the Braves – have prospects to get a deal done for Olsen. These other teams, they're a little thin with prospects, not our Atlanta Braves. We hadn't dealt a lot of these prospects that we've built up over the last five years. So we do have the the trade capital to get a deal done if we need to. If Freeman leaves, Matt Olsen is the guy that the Braves should secure. Parkview guy. And there's your... Big take today. Yeah, he's uh, an Atlanta guy, Parkview High School. You know, my son, I was talking to Braden about this on the way to school today, and he says, man, it seems like Parkview High, they've got a lot of big league baseball players coming out of there. And I said, yeah. And the crazy thing is, Braden, is that, uh, you know, back in the day when I was coming through, Parkview was all about the high school football team. That's what I grew up on. Jeff Francoeur, the Stinchcomb brothers. There you go. And the list could be long right there. Matt Olson had 39 bombs a year ago. He's hit 35-plus home runs twice in the last three years. Believe he's set to make somewhere around $12 million this year. Goes from five to maybe up around 12, And then would uh, be a free agent in 2020.
24. Trade capital, man, I just, you know, there's some names bouncing around in my mind like uh, Pache. Maybe they need a center fielder. Uh, you got Muller and Davidson, two young left-handed starters. Maybe the A's would bite on that. You got Contreras, who apparently doesn't have a future with the Atlanta Braves. He's a uh, catcher that's major league ready who can swing the bat. So those are some names that, you know, might be involved in a deal like this. Now, look, I, I'm just throwing out plan B. And I'm a guy that likes to have plan B ready. Just in case, well, the plan A goes wrong. And look, when this, Freddie, when this uh, lockout ends, when it comes to an end, and it's going to end, uh, you know, probably somewhere mid-February, the lockout comes to an end, this is going to happen fast. The dominoes are going to fall quickly. Freddie's going to make a decision. The Braves are going to know what they're going to have to do. So just wanted to throw plan B out there for you. Got some breaking news as we come on the show today. Apparently, Nolan Smith with the Georgia Bulldog team has been arrested in Barrow County over in Winder. They caught him speeding in a construction zone, reportedly going 89 and a 55, which is a no-no. And when the police asked for his license, well, they discovered that Nolan Smith was driving on a suspended license. And, you know, the the story I saw, Wisner, over with the Athens Banner Herald had this, was that he had a serious violation under the age of 21. And apparently he said he was going to get his license reinstated the next day. But you should not be driving on a suspended license. No, and this was this was running rampant when Mark Rickwoods was the head coach. I mean, it seemed like every single week there was a player getting pulled over, and then they would discover they're on a suspended license. So I remember what Mark Rick was doing. He had to sit down with every player on the team. He had to sit down with them, and he said, okay, let me see your license. Let's, let's find out if you have a suspended license, because we don't want this headline anymore showing up in the AJC or the Athens Banner Herald. Well, and those Athens police and Winder police, they do not play around. It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you got, they're going to they're gonna get the job done. So. There's no doubt about it. Now, uh, you know, I want to uh, right off, uh, right out of the, the gate here today, we got the Senior Bowl getting underway on Monday down in Mobile, Alabama, and our uh, own Jordan Davis, Big 99, he turned down the opportunity to go to the Senior Bowl. So did Aiden Hutchinson, who could be a top five pick in the first round in the upcoming draft. I would uh, assume their agent said, look, your stock is already as high as this going to get, so no reason to take any chances getting hurt at the Senior Bowl or maybe not uh, performing up to par at the Senior Bowl, probably better off just not going. Your stock is good right now. You're a proven commodity. But I tell you what, I saw this video that was up on social media. I believe it was Dr. Rush. You know him, Jordan, Dr. Rush? You ever heard of this guy, this doctor? No, but can you tell me? Uh, Chuck Smith. Ah, okay, all right. The pass rush specialist working Metro Atlanta. I believe he's been working with Jordan Davis a little bit. But anyway, there was a video put up on social media. It was like the four-bag drill. I'm not sure what these defensive linemen call it, but they're, they're like uh, laying down on the ground on their stomach, right? And then they blow the whistle, they get up, and then they circle the four bags on the ground. And it's really showing off footwork and agility. Boy, I tell you what, Jordan Davis didn't look like a man that was six foot seven, 365 pounds. I mean, this guy looked nimble doing this drill. And what he's doing, he's getting ready for the NFL Combine, 
which will be here before you know it. And then Pro Day will be after that, and we'll go right into the NFL draft. So Jordan Davis is doing these drills that he will do at the Combine and on Pro Day. The Underwear Olympics, as I like to call it. And I tell you what, it looks like Trey Scott, the defensive line coach at Georgia, has really done a a tremendous job with Jordan Davis coaching him up. Right now, and I believe this is what the agent told Jordan Davis about not going to the Senior Bowl, was right now Jordan Davis is regarded as the best interior run defender in the NFL draft. There's not anybody better interior defensive lineman defending the run. And he's really sort of shown off a little uh, ability to rush the passer also. And I tell you what, it's, it's been a minute since Georgia had an interior defensive lineman get drafted in the first round of the draft. So I had to do some research. All right, who's the last interior Georgia defensive lineman to get drafted in the first round? I had to go back to 2003. It's been 19 years since Georgia has had a legitimate first-round interior defensive lineman. And I tell you what, in uh, 19, 20 years ago, boy, they, they had three guys come off the board in the first round in two different drafts. You had in 2001, you had Stroud and Seymour. They both went in the first round of the draft. And then uh, 2003, you had Jonathan Sullivan go to the Saints in the first round of the NFL draft. So this is going to break a streak here. If Jordan Davis is drafted in the first round, it will end a streak of 19 years without Georgia having an interior defensive lineman drafted in the first round. And to me, that is a red flag on why you haven't been able to win a national championship. Because I guarantee you, man, you look at these national title teams, they've got some kind of defensive lineman that is wreaking havoc. And Georgia just hadn't had one. I was uh, looking at Daniel Jeremiah. Carlos Medina is big on Jeremiah, NFL Network. He had his first mock draft that he went public with uh, the last 24, 48 hours. He's got Jordan Davis going with the 21st pick in the first round to the Boston Patriots. Again, another reason why Jordan Davis probably smart not going to the Senior Bowl. Risking injury or maybe not performing up to par. But uh, Big 99, man, continues to do some really, really impressive things. Time for the Buck Belusho headline, brought to you by Grease Monkey. And a big shout-out to my man, Trey Young, the all-star starter. News coming down. This will be the second time in three years that Trey Young will be the all-star starter at the guard position, the all-star game, coming up February 20th in Cleveland. And i tell you what, this is... This is awesome news because a year ago, Trey Young got robbed. He totally got robbed not being a part of the All-Star team. How? I mean, they had Bradley Beal. They, they even had Mike Conley on the All-Star team last year instead of Trey Young. So coming off a year where he totally got robbed, it's good to see him get his props back in there as the All-Star game starter at guard. He certainly deserves it. 29, uh, 27 points, 9 assists. So far this year, he's balling out there. And since the Hawks moved to Atlanta, Jordan, Trey Young is only the sixth player to make the all-star team multiple times. And here are the other guys. Mutombo. No, no, no. 
Mutombo made it twice. My man, Dominique Wilkins, three times. Fast Eddie Johnson made it twice. Now we're going really way back. Pistol Pete Maravich made it twice. And Sweet Lou Hudson made it three times. So uncharted water, uh, Trey joining a an elite club with the Atlanta Hawks, and it's just totally awesome to see. Trey is playing his butt off, making Atlanta proud. Keep reeling off those wins, man, Trey. we got to get back in the playoffs. Headlines brought to you by Grease Monkey, oil changes and more. Done fast, it's done right. Visit greasemonkeyauto.com for store locations and special offers. All right, coming up next, a big-name Falcons player is trying to exit the ATL. And I've, uh, I'm not, I'm good with it. And I've got the name of his replacement. That's coming up next. Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Listen on 680, uh, listen on 93.7, streaming at 680thefan.com, where you can click and actually watch Jordan Wave. Somebody might be watching out there. There's Jordan D. Armand. Also, listen on the mobile app brought to you by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com. Download the fan app right now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. You can listen on the smart speaker, too. That's brought to you by South Point Financial Services, the mortgage professionals. More at SPFS.com. You can listen to the fan on Amazon Echo, Google Nest, Apple HomePod, and more. The 10 o'clock hour on the fan sponsored by the Haug Law Group. You can't spell Haug without the U, the G, and the A. More at HaugLawGroup.com. Got DJ Shockley coming up at 1035. We'll talk a little Bulldog football with the Fox 5 sports director, DJ has hit it big. Looking forward to having Shockley join the Baloo Show for the first time, which is awesome. Looking forward to that. Right now, though, let's talk Falcons football. Falcons are in a dead period, but that is about to come to an end. Arthur Smith, these guys are going to have to get back to work. Next week, as I mentioned, Mobile, the 73rd Senior Bowl. It is time for the Falcons to start scouting out this talent that will be available for the NFL draft coming up soon. So Arthur Smith getting back to work. General Manager Terry Fontenot, I believe he has never stopped working. He and Steve Sabo and Anthony Robinson and his staff, Fontenot's staff, getting ready for the Senior Bowl. Now, Calvin Ridley uh, continues to be in the news. And we've missed Calvin Ridley. He's gone missing 
with the Atlanta Falcons. Had a personal issue uh, that kept him out of 11 games, 11 out of 17 games he did not play in this past year in a season where you didn't have Julio Jones. So a huge impact on the team not having Ridley. And it seems like that he is content to allow the speculation that he's leaving Atlanta, although he's still under contract. And recently, I ran across this last night, recently on social media, Jordan, he liked a tweet that was sent out, and here's what the tweet said. And I don't know who sent it out, but whoever sent it out tweeted this. I really hope my Miami Dolphins get Calvin Ridley. And Ridley liked it. Adding fuel to the fire, so to speak. Now, as I understand it, he unliked it a little later. I mean, can you actually see that? Can you see where yeah. a guy likes it and then you see where the uh, the person unlikes it a little later? Oh, you get the notifications. Okay. All right. So beware, people. They know when you like it, and then you unlike it. And his agent probably was like, ah, you may need to go and unlike that, unlike that tweet. Maybe he wants to be with Miami Dolphins. Well, you got Jalen Waddle down there, Tua, Alabama reunion. New coach. Yeah, so he unliked it. Looks like Ridley wants out of here. I don't know why. I that's don't really a, understand it I, either. I don't understand why that situation really is any more stable than what it is here. I mean, he was totally uh, producing at a high level, even with Julio on the roster. Julio missing some games. Ridley would step up. It was clear he would immediately become the go-to guy. I mean, maybe he can't handle that wide receiver one type of pressure. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I just don't get it. But, uh, look, uh, you know, he's not the first guy that wanted a change of scenery. Would it be a little disappointing, though? Uh, I, I sure, and this is all speculation. Like I said, I, I hope, number one, that Calvin and his family are doing okay. But what, what if this is what, you know, this was what this was all about the entire time? I, I want to get out of Atlanta. It'd be a little disappointing to have a player, you know, talk about his mental health and have him having to take a break when, if this is what was going on, he just wanted out of Atlanta. That, that's kind of uh, you know, a little mis- misleading. Yeah, it was a smokescreen all along. You feel deceived if that if that went down that way. If we find out later he didn't have any problems, he just wanted out of Atlanta. The deception involved there and the way that hurt the football team. I would be ticked off, man. I'd be ticked off at Calvin Ridley. Now, I do have an answer. And there's one guy out there that I think the Falcons should take a very long look at. Let let me just go ahead and say it. I think the Falcons should take this guy with a first-round pick. And he's from Arkansas. And his name is Traylon Burks. And I've got five reasons why. I want the Falcons to secure the services of Traylon Burks. Number one. 6'3", 225 pounds. I like that. Physical. Big. Tough to bring down. I like the size. 6'3", 225. Number two, I love the speed. We're anticipating that he will run in the high four threes at the NFL Combine. 
That's picking him up and putting him down for a guy 6'3", 225. I mean, that is a rare combination. You got size and you got speed. Two things that really come in handy at the wide receiver spot. Number three, he's got good hands. You see him making, uh, catching balls, uh, whether it's a 50-50 ball or uh, with the catch radius that he has, the ball might be up and behind him. You're seeing him go up, make that catch. Outstanding hands. And that's a prerequisite if you're going to play receiver at any level. You've got to be able to catch the ball. Number four, Traylon Burks is tough. Even a tough dude like Sam Pittman loves Traylon Burks. Yes, Good job, Nernie. Number five, he just looks like an NFL player. And look, you might be thinking, Blue, come on, what's that got to do with anything? The way a guy looks. Well, I, you know, when you go, when you get off the, the, the team plane, when you get off the team bus, when you walk into a visitor stadium, when you warm up on the field, you know, it'd be nice if the other team or the fans or the media would look at your guys and say, wow, man, that looks like an NFL team. And this applies in college, too, because anytime Alabama, since Nick Saban has been, the last 10, 12 years, anytime Alabama takes the field, most people are in awe of the way those guys look. There's an intimidation factor to it. I mean, you look and say, oh, my goodness, that looks like an NFL team over there. You saw it in the college football playoff, Alabama versus Cincinnati. Yeah. Those, those players looked completely different. They didn't look the same. No. So he, he looks the part, looks like an NFL player. Now, coming into the underwear Olympics leading into the draft, He, uh, on most boards, I'll have to check with Lowe's and see what his big board looks like. Uh, And Mike Dettelier, who joined us earlier this week out in New Orleans, he does one too. Uh, Most people have Traylon Burks as the fourth rated receiver in the draft, which I think is good. I mean, uh, I'd hate for him to be number one because the Falcons would never get a hold of him. Right now, he's looking like a mid to late first round pick or a guy that goes at the top of the second round. Now, that's before the underwear Olympics. And I'm assuming he's going to be a workout wonder. He's going to lay down a fast time in the 40. He is going to bench press 400 pounds. He's going to vertical jump, you know, uh, through the roof. I mean, this guy uh, is, is totally impressive. And I love the football player in this guy. Traylon Burke. So let Ridley go where he wants to go. Let's ship him out of town. Let's get something in return. And let's take Traylon Burke with one of those great top-of-the-draft draft picks that we've got this year. And that leads us right into the NFL Top 5 today. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two. It's time for Buck Baloo's Top 5. All right, Jordan D.R. Mon, what do you got for me today? Well, the NFL season continues, and what a weekend it was last. Wasn't that awesome? Oh, my. Some of the best games I have, I think, ever watched. That was the best ever, I think. I mean, my heart is still broken for Josh Allen. They, they may need to change the overtime rules a little bit just in the playoffs. But yeah, that's he was so bummed. Nothing. He's not even going to be in that Pro Bowl. Oh, anyways, uh, I'll get over it eventually. Um, but, you know, this weekend, obviously, we've got Bengals Chiefs. We've got 49ers Rams. Is there a name of somebody who's on the hot seat right now in the NFL playing 
or coaching this weekend. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to go with Kansas City defensive coordinator uh, Steve Spagnolo. Priority number one for the Kia, the Chiefs defensive coordinator. He's got to limit Jamar Chase. Chase, they played him a couple of weeks ago. And Chase lit him up to the tune of 11 catches, 266 yards. Woo. And so if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm thinking, I didn't do my job. Because the first thing you've got to do as a defensive coordinator is you got to take away the opponent's top weapon. And if you can't take them away, you got to limit them. He knew coming into that game, Chase was outstanding, and he still carved him up. Here's the problem. The Bengals, they've got a great quarterback. You may have heard of him, Joe Burrow. But they got more than just Jamar Chase. They got T. Higgins. They got that Boyd guy. They got Mixon that's running the football. So Spagnolo has got multiple guys he's got to come up with a good game plan for. But the one thing he can't do is let Jamar Chase run crazy on him. So I'm going to say Spags. He's a guy that is under the spotlight this weekend. Well, he's got a lot on his plate because Joey B, he's been lighting it up with Jamar Chase. I made a little money last week, so I need to make more money this weekend. So what's your intriguing gambling angle to share, Buck? I need to know. Oh, the gam- I'm not a gambler. Uh, as far as betting my money. Now, I'll risk the reputation. You know, Kincaid and I did this all the time. We'd have our bets of the week, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. And I've been doing it with Westy on Saturday in the college game. Okay, so a gambling angle. Um, you know, I ran across this. The Bengals have covered in six straight games. Four straight road games they've covered. The Chiefs have covered six straight home games. Oh, man. So there's a rub going on in this game as far as the gambling angle goes. And you look at the line on this game, the Chiefs are favored by seven. So that is, you got trends on both sides of the ball. So good luck with that one, gamblers. Yeah, I don't know if that does me any help. You, you just confused me anymore because both, both teams covering like that, that's pretty impressive. Uh, big win by Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers in what seemed like like subarctic temperatures up in Green Bay last week. Ooh, I'm glad I wasn't there. Uh, yeah, me too. A lot of people seem to have issues with Jimmy Garoppolo. They, they seem to be hating on him. What's, what's your angle? Do you, do you? Are you calling me a Garoppolo hater? I may be. You know, I'm not a hater on uh, Jimmy G. I, I'm not a believer, though. I don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't. Zero touchdown passes in the playoffs this year. He doesn't have one yet. You look at his career, five career playoff starts. Two touchdowns and five interceptions. They might have to win in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, that's what they did last week. Yeah. Well, that's not an Special teams took over. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, we mentioned it, the 49ers. They're going to be facing off of the Rams in a California beatdown. Probably. Any advice for Rams head coach Sean McVay? Because it's going to be a big game for him this week. Let me get this straight. You want me to give McVay advice? Yeah. I think he needs it. He would probably say, come on, Baloo. Uh, he's got that commercial that's running ad nauseum now where the, the teacher is, I think he's eating on a sandwich or something, and he gives him the, the bowl of chunky soup uh, or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're the playing that commercials. nonstop. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I would say, McVay, you better have a strong third down plan offensively, man, because you look at what the 49ers in this the streak they've got going against the Rams, and you look at that last game they, they uh, beat the Rams, the third down offensive protection plan for Matthew Stafford's going to be huge because the 49ers, they're heating up Stafford on third down. It gets third down. McVay, I'm sure he expects, hey, here come the 49ers. They're bringing the blitz. They're bringing heat on Stafford. I believe they blitzed Stafford more than a uh, quarter of the time in the Week 18 win they had over the Rams. So, uh, advice to Sean McVay, you better have a strong offensive third down game plan, brother. And maybe don't give up the big lead either. Yeah, that might help. So, at 11, I believe, yes, Former Falcons GM Thomas Dimitrov is going to be joining Nick and Chris in studio. He made a lot of moves over the years. Do you have one? Is there one that sticks out to you of being his best? My fave? Yeah. The Matt Ryan pick was sort of a no-brainer. So was the Julio Jones thing. I know we moved up to get him. And some people criticized him for that, not me. I love the fact he did what he had to do to get Julio in here. I think it worked out pretty well. So those, to me, were no-brainers. Right. I'm going to go Thomas Dimitrov's best move, in my opinion, with the Falcons was the year leading into the Super Bowl year. T went out there and brought in Alex Mack in free agency, plugged him in at center, Nerney, and solidified that offensive line, and the Falcons went all the way to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to say Alex Mack signing him to that free agent deal it unleashed this offensive line. They protected Matt Ryan. We ended up going to the Super Bowl. Good job, T. And there you go. There's your NFL top five. That's a Bucks top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. All right, we got the uh, roundtable coming up here in just a second. So, uh, Jordan, let me give you Shock's number so we can give him a call. And uh, get DJ in here. He's a busy man these days, Shockley. My goodness. It is, his career has exploded, Nernie. Can, can I give, real quick, jumping in on the uh, Thomas Dimitrov, can I give a 1B? Uh, you got one a B. Yeah, Grady Jarrett in the fifth round. That, that to me, was probably the great, obviously the greatest value selection that TD ever made in my mind. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I had that number two on my list. So we're on the same page. Remember the Alex Mack, that was following the year where who do we have? James Stone, Mike Purse. I mean, rolling the ball back Say to Matt Ryan. What? And uh, we yeah, how somehow you going to win with that? We've kind of found ourselves in the same situation these I days. I mean, can we go back and get Alex Mack, bring him back in here? You know, we spend so much time uh, talking about these quarterbacks. NFL, college, high school. I mean, we're all we go straight to the quarterback position, uh, the glamour position. We're talking about the QBs. But their success is is determined by the guys around them. I mean, if, if you don't protect them, the, the chances are they're not going to thrive. And physically, they're not going to hold up. So it, it makes sense to me. Look, if, if you're like, if you're uh, Jacksonville, the Jaguars, you took Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the first thing you got to do is solidify the offensive line so he's not getting killed and give the guy some weapons to get the ball to. Let's get to the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 24, 15, 10, 5. Get in there. Touchdown. 
Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Legendary Bulldog quarterback and a member of that Georgia broadcast team and also now the star of Fox 5 Sports, DJ Shockley joins us on the Buck Blue Show here on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Shock, I hadn't had a chance publicly to congratulate you on the Fox 5 gig, man. How's that going down there? Buck, I appreciate it, man. appreciate you having me on. And uh, it's been good, man. I've been enjoying it, man. Fox has been good to me. And uh, obviously in the first uh, six months of my job, I've had uh, some pretty cool experiences like uh, covering the World Series and, and obviously being – on the side of the dog. So it's, it's been a fun six months to start for sure. We should have got you in there sooner, man. <laughs> I know, right? It's been fun. It's been crazy. Hey, I wanted to tell you, too, nice job publicly on the UGA parade and the celebration. You were emceeing the event. Had some big hitters up there on stage with you in front of a packed house. That must have been fun. Yeah, man. It was pretty fun to be involved in. Obviously, that was a historical moment man obviously it hadn't happened since you know you guys are did and we got a chance to kind of acknowledge you guys you guys got to raise the flag i mean that was pretty cool and everything so it was fun to be a part of that ceremony and uh be able to, to uh, congratulate those guys on a great season because they definitely earned it now everybody wanted to ask me you know i was going to the grocery store the dry cleaner uh, the bank everywhere i went they were saying look how come stetson bennett wasn't allowed to talk yeah, man, I have no idea. I should have asked them about that, but uh, they had two guys they wanted to speak, and uh, Jamari did an awesome job representing the offense, no doubt, and I think he everybody did. wanted to hear from Jordan. Uh, but, of course, the mailman would have probably bought the house down if uh, we had a chance to talk to him. But, hey, they said, hey, here are your two guys, and I just went with it. So, <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I say Jordan Davis made a lot of fans. I think he's got free season tickets over here with the Braves now. I mean, that was awesome with him uh, taking his shirt off and had that Braves jersey on. You know what's pretty crazy is as I'm up there talking to him and he's talking, I actually look down and I see the Braves jersey on under him. So I kind of figured something was going to happen. And I was like, maybe I should ask him about it. But but then again, that's why at the end I just gave him a – a chance to kind of speak his piece, and then he brought it up and pulled his shirt up, and I thought it was pretty cool. And obviously, if you're a Georgia fan, more than likely you're a Braves fan, and I'm sure that uh, really resonated with a lot of fans that were in there, and uh, it definitely was a fun moment. Uh, DJ, look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I was I was pumping up Stetson Bennett all season long because I wasn't. Uh, it was nothing personal. I just happened to be a guy who's a former quarterback that loves to see the ball in the air, and so I wanted to see JT Daniels out there. But I tell you, Stetson won me over with his performance level, especially in the playoffs, playing his two best games, I think, against Michigan and then the next week against Alabama. What about Stetson Bennett and him coming back, rolling or running this thing back? Uh, huge for Kirby Smart and this team trying to defend this year. Yeah, no doubt. I think the one thing that, that gives you a little hope is that this guy has done it. And I think you have the experience at that position – and you don't ever want to take a step backwards. And obviously, if Stetson, you know, said, all right, I'm just going to, you know, bask in the glory of this national championship and walk away, then here comes, you know, all the conversation about can Georgia do it with guys who are unproven? Well, now you have a guy you know that you can depend on and a guy that you know has done it. And like you mentioned, those two ball games, Stetson showed exactly who he was. 
and I thought it was big because a lot of the conversation that I had with a lot of people, I'm sure you did as well, is can Stetson show up in those big games versus those big quality opponents like in Alabama, like in Michigan, who where you have to throw the football, where you got to make some plays, where you got to push the football down the field on third down, or you got to make the, the corrections. That's the part of the game that uh, I think he showed that he had to really lead this team. And obviously the number one thing I think that helped him was his ability to move around, his, his ability to, be able to run and pick up first downs or, you know, make some stuff happen, you know, outside the pocket. And I think that's what Kirby liked as well is, you know, sometimes things did break down and Stetson was able to make a play with his legs. And ultimately it was a big part of his success. And I'll say this one last thing about Stetson is a lot of people don't understand the things that he does at the line of scrimmage. But you and I know as a quarterback, there are a lot of things that are put on you at the line of scrimmage. And there are things that people never know that he does at the line of scrimmage to put that team into good positions and good plays. There were a bunch of times where I'm standing on the sideline talking to Vandergriff or talking to Carson Beck or talking to Buster Parker about what's, ha- what's happening. And he's like, all right, we got to read this, you know, five technique. we got to read this nine technique. If he's a wide, then we're going to go inside zone. And these are all checks that Stetson had to make at the line of scrimmage. And if he doesn't make them, Georgia's in a bad play then ultimately you're going to be in a negative yard situation. And Stetson did stuff like that all year long, getting them into good plays. And I think that's what ultimately, you know, gave Kirby and that offense a lot of respect and a lot of confidence in every game. Speaking of Kirby, no opportunity to sit around, smoke cigars, and pat each other on the back. I mean, you got to hit the ground running, man, after the natty <laughs> with the transfer portal. You got, you know, this recruiting class you're trying to solidify. Uh, Kirby, it's a good thing he's got that helicopter, and he's all over Metro Atlanta and that thing. What do you make of uh, the, the guys that have left? I and mean, we got a lot of guys in the Senior Bowl next week that are uh, eligibilities up. We got guys that have left early, guys that have transferred. Can this twenty-two team contend? You know what I think they can. I mean, yeah, obviously there are a lot of guys who played this year who were underclassmen. There are a lot of guys who got experience uh, throughout this run. That's going to be asked to have a major role next year, and. As we know, it's a reason why you go out and recruit. It's a reason why Kirby's on that helicopter every single day out recruiting because he knows guys are going to leave. He knows guys are going to go on the portal. He knows that guys got a chance to go to the NFL. And that's why every year it's so important that you hear we got a top three recruiting class. Kirby's over here recruiting this guy from Florida. He's recruiting a guy from, you know, California. It's those reasons why you have to because you never know how much turnover you're going to have every single year and that's why he goes out and recruits the way he does. And I think there's so many guys that are waiting for their turn and coming up in this 22 season, they're going to get the opportunity to show what they're about. I mean, going to be a lot, there was a lot of guys in this class this year that, you know, a couple of years ago people were wondering, can they ever be, you know, top players to help Georgia win a national championship and look where we are now. So that new crop of dogs are, are definitely ready to go. They're sitting in the wings. They're chopping at the bit, and I think they'll be excited to get their opportunity. Got some dog fans a little upset with Burton transferring to Alabama. Even Miko Hardman was chiming in. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know what? I, I think in this uh, era of where we're at right now, guys have to make the best decision for them. And ultimately, I would never blame a kid for leaving or going somewhere I know it, it, it probably was a little bit sore because he went to Alabama. And I think that's the biggest part of it that makes people a little uh, kind of squeamish about it. But at the end of the day, uh, Jermaine was averaging 1.9 catches per game. He was only getting, you know, a couple of attempts per game. And ultimately he wanted to go to a place where he knew he would get the opportunity to shine. And I think at the end of the day, 
the the goal of these kids now is to make it to the next level. As we know, they want to play in the NFL. And to do that, you have to have opportunities. And he feels as though that's his best way to get his opportunity. And, uh, and it's kind of the same situation I told people a long time ago when I, you know, I stayed at Georgia. It was the best decision for me. You know, at the end of the day, I'm the only one living this life. I'm the only one that has to look in the mirror every single day and be happy with my decision. And that's the same thing for all these kids now who make any decision to leave or stay, whatever it may be. It's for them. And at the end of the day, that's how you have to go about your business because this is your life. you got to live it uh, the way you want to. We only got one of them. DJ, you're going to love this TV gig. I did it years ago down in Savannah, and I played 140 rounds of golf that year. Uh, your <laughs> golf game, you're going to take that handicap from a six where it is right now down to scratch, working this well, Fox 5 gig, going in in the afternoons. You can play golf anytime you get ready in the morning, partner. You're going to love it. Well, hopefully I get a chance to play with you a little bit more. You can help me bring my game down. But uh, obviously uh, I didn't get a chance to play as much in the fall. But as soon as it heats up, oh, yeah, I'm back out. Sounds good, man. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Buck, anytime, man. Appreciate you, brother. DJ Shockley, star of that Fox 5 sports team and the UGA broadcast team. DJ Shockley. Coming up next, you're going to hear from Snit. Plus, I'm going to slam the Cowboys. That's next here on the Buck Baloo Show on the fan, 680 and 93.7. It's the Blue Show on the fan. Glad you're with us today. We're Monday through Friday, 10 to 11 here on 680. And if you miss the show between 10 and 11. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Check out the show podcast on the mobile app that's sponsored by Beaver Toyota Incoming. Just talking to DJ Shockley about playing a little golf, doing that TV gig, and want you to be a part of our Chili Dip Open that is coming up February 25th at one of my favorite tracks in Atlanta, Bears Best. Chili Dip Open benefiting First Tee Atlanta, February 25th, Bears Best up in Swanee. And uh, look, if you're a business and you want to jumpstart your year by reaching some of Atlanta's most active and affluent golf fans, send an email to golf at 680thefan.com for sponsorship. We'd love for you to be a part of it. Had Brian Snitker on. He's on Bucks Beat, my podcast that dropped yesterday, episode 48. Want to invite you to listen to that. Just have nothing but total respect for Brian Snitker and the job he's done with the Atlanta Braves. 40 years in the Braves organization. Just a tremendous manager, asset to the Atlanta Braves. Great having him on uh, Bucks Beat, the podcast. Wanted to play you a soundbite of Snit talking about what he's expecting out of Ronald Acuna Jr. this year. 
What about Ronald Acuna bouncing back strong from what you know about the rehab? Uh, I saw a recent video that he put up on social media taking some BP in the cage. What are you expecting out of him uh, in the upcoming year? No, I, I think Ronald's going to come back, be bigger, you know, stronger than ever. I mean, it's um, uh, he's young. Like you say, he's strong. He's going to heal. I, I've been amazed even before, you know, before the season ended when I'd seen him in the in the weight room and doing his rehab, how far along he was and the reports that, that I've gotten, you know, you can't have any contact with these guys right now, but I, I think our medical staff can reach out and, and the guys that they have entrusted to him in Venezuela and things are going really good. And, and um, so I see, you know, I see him coming back bigger, stronger, probably a little more fire, um, hunger, uh, he's probably going. He, you know, he's going to end up being in the best shape he's ever been in in his life when this thing gets going. So I, I, I look for him to come back and just and probably be better than he was before. Had to be frustrating for him missing out on this. The, the World no, Series. no, it, it, no doubt. I mean, um, you know, he was right there. I mean, it was like we saw him every day, and and um, you know, I hate it for him. You play, you know, your whole life. You're never guaranteed this. Who knows what's going to happen. Um, and, and I hate it for the young man because this kid loves to play baseball. I mean, he shows up and wants to play every day. Um, he enjoys it. I mean, I, who wouldn't? I mean, if I was that good and baseball was, you know, that much fun, I'd want to be playing too. <laughs> and, you know, so, um, <clears throat> but hopefully, you know, he can be a big part of, in what we're going to do this year. All right, Bucks Beat, sponsored by my good friend Mickey Himes and the GetMickey.com team at Keller Williams. If you're looking for a home at Lake Lanier or up 400, Mickey Himes is the man. Call 678-341-7474 or go to GetMickey.com. Click and get an expert. All right, the final word. Want to slam? How about them Cowboys? They have decided they're bringing back, reportedly, head coach Mike McCarthy. So the Cowboys won the NFC East title and lost in the wild card round. McCarthy is 18 and 16 in his two seasons as the head coach of the Cowboys. Talk about mediocre. In my opinion, McCarthy is one of the worst head coaches in the National Football League. Totally clueless when it comes to the clock management. Terrible leader of the organization. What are the Cowboys doing? No wonder they can't do anything big. And how about this? Dallas defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, former Falcons coach, did you see what he did? He quickly announced his return to the Cowboys as defensive coordinator after he discovered that he was 0 for 5 in the head coaching interviews. Bears, Broncos, Vikings, Dolphins, Giants all interviewed him and went with another coach to be their head coach. So I think it was smart of Q to beat him to the punch and say, hey, man, I want to come back to Dallas. That was my plan all along. Biggest party in football in Atlanta is back for another run. We've got our fan 21st annual AFC-NFC throwdown this Sunday at Patrick's Cumberland Parkway right down the street from the Battery. Going to have all the championship games up and running. We've got Atlanta's official NFL pregame show, NFL game day show. We're going to be broadcasting on the fan. 21st annual AFC-NFC throwdown at Patrick's. Brought to you by Coors Light. ASW Bustletown Vodka, Whistlepig, and Duffy Realty. Hope you'll be a part of that and have some fun with that. We got Nick and Chris coming up next. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? 
I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon background screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. 